PWO, 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 PWO. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. That's not what we don't typically say. Welcome to no the way. podcast, World Order. We're taking over. I'm your host, Matt. I got Ben from Colorado right next to what's me. What's up, what's up, what's up? I got Jeff Hitman Hall. I have hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> the swing man, D. White. <laughs> Look, you, you're not putting that on me. You're we got Todd Sinclair. <laughs> Um, uh, Matt, I think you meant to say we have a special guest on the show today, and it's Johnny Swinger. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. Now, Dwight, I know you got a show this, this Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. Please, for the love of God, just swing man it up for me. <laughs> Come on. I'll, I will tip extra. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to have my shirt unbuttoned to my navel, wear a fanny pack, got some Zubas. Rock yeah, that bandana. <laughs> yep, all around my wrist. This going to be awesome. Fantastic. All right, we're going to get right to it. We got 10 minutes for our news here, all right? So uh, quick news things. We're kind of gave you a spoiler for Extreme Rules. Apollo Crews out of action for these past couple of weeks and was not at the show yesterday. Uh, rumors, and it's been reported by Dave Meltzer, that this is COVID-related, so we'll see if he's actually on Raw in 24 minutes. Um. Oh God, COVID and WWE. It it writes itself. I have nothing else to yeah, say well, on that. But you know, I, I hope that's true. Honestly, I hate to say that about anyone, but you know, that was supposedly Apollo Cruz was supposedly a Paul Heyman project and That sucks. Well, he he was looking looking to go away anyway, so hope not. I I hope Apollo Cruz keeps at least getting a push. That's that's all I can hope for. Um Ric Flair is supposedly going to be off TV soon. I don't know if they finally just came to terms with the fact that, you know, it's probably a big risk having him there. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Sane is supposedly tonight is her last set of tapings. Um, good. So good, good, good. No idea if that means we're taping all the way to SummerSlam like this week or – if she's done after these next two weeks or what? Um, God, we'll find out. Get to the debauchery that was uh, Extreme Rules here later. Uh, but let's talk about something that I think actually is very interesting. All right, so we had uh, the Good Brothers. They recently announced that they are going to be. They have signed with TNA Impact uh and did show up at slammiversary slammiversary we'll give you more details about here in a minute but we learned a lot from their podcast where they kind of open up about their contract negotiations um even learning that they were apparently telling uh cody the bucks and kenny that for six months we're gonna be there we're gonna be at aew uh supposedly they were gonna debut at the very first dynamite which would have been cool to see personally but we were there um, but apparently, uh, WWE b- backed the bank truck up, um, and the line that's kind of sticking with me, and, and these, these two guys said it, and they also said it, uh, Mike and Maria Bennett also said it, and that, uh, WWE was really pushing that, like, well, we don't know if AEW's gonna be around in a year, but you know WWE's always gonna be here. 
Um, mm-hmm. I'm pushing the think of your family line. Oh, you're right. Well, you know that that goes along though with dub and here I am again, the king of the dean of old school, and I'll bring up old things that have happened. But it has been a thing that Vince McMahon has done over the years is pay people not to show up to other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, oh, yeah. What He did it with Hulk Hogan. He paid him not to work out a notice at AWA. He did it. Uh, he offered, what was it, $100,000 to Harley Race not to show up to um, yep. Arcade 83. It's just it's a business thing that they do, and it's, it's, it's gross. But, hey, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I know this is expected, but it just seems dirty. Uh, it, it is, and they've done huh? it forever. Um, but any other thoughts on that, guys? Nope. It was cool nope. when they, it was cool to see them on Impact. <laughs> yeah. I still, I still, I still enjoyed that, so. Yeah, make sure you watch Being, Being the Elite. Um, yeah, a lot of way to start there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at least, you know, there's two Pauls there, and neither one of them is ever going to lie to them. <laughs> all right. Let's – I'm giving this ten minutes, and that's all it's getting. We're talking Extreme Rules yesterday. All right? Because this show was horrible. Um, it, it was a horror show for all of the reasons that they didn't plan it to be. Uh, first up – Pre-show match that was pretty solid. Kevin Owens defeated mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy. Uh, that was nice. And then first match on the card, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura won the SmackDown Tag Team titles from the New Day in a tables match. Uh, pretty cool spot there, too, at the end. Cesaro hit the Ricola bomb on uh, Kofi to the outside through two tables. Um, um, and again, poor Nakamura. Oh, that's all. Well, that's all I'm gonna a- say. Apparently, Extreme Rules is his pay-per-view because every year since he's been on the main roster, he has won a title. Uh, apparently, I, I, 2018 I, U.S. 2019 Intercontinental this year tag title. A lot of people I mean, hoping of this, 2021 this, WWE champion. I know mm-hmm. some of this is his, is at this point is his fault, but poor Nakamura. Yeah. Well, apparently, <laughs> the, the word is that this is this is the retirement run. Yeah. Well, make your money and, and get out. Well, how about you put the world title on him like you should have done two two dang years years ago? Too late, they missed it. Yeah, well, you know what I forgot. Uh, also, like, um, can I can I complain about something else? Uh, you know, the Murphy Kevin Owens match was pretty good, but but it kind of sucks that you announced that like an hour before the show went on. Yeah. Apparently, Kevin Owens any... didn't know he was gonna be in the pre-show match. Oh, yeah, he put it out there on Twitter like, oh, okay. Apparently he had no idea. He learned through Twitter that he was going to be just, on the pre-show. I think we all did. They're too big of a company to do stupid things like yeah. that. Yeah. Like you think you would tell them at least a day beforehand, hey, you're going to wrestle today. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good match. It's two <laughs> yeah. good guys that put on a good show, and well, uh, somebody might want to watch that. So. Well, and you know what? Also, like you, as we learned with Apollo Crews, being out, rumored COVID, but maybe actually injured, but I don't believe injured. Um, WWE is just pushing bulging disc from but the full Nelson. But why? Why couldn't you put this on the main roster on on the main show? The show ended at nine thirty. It, yeah. it was shorter than Raw. Right. Well, yeah, because you have one match that's actually not a match. It's well, well, 
Yeah, forget about him. Yeah, um, kind of, kind of a spoiler a little bit for 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 a Slammiversary, but that pre-show was a half hour, and right. they did it. They did their thirty-minute pre-show with more information yeah. and more match hype better than WWE did for for an hour. Yeah. Well, they okay. they sat there and discussed it for an hour when really, and and this was very effective in my opinion, especially for the people who hadn't been following Impact. Uh, you got to learn about what the feuds were. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. man, that that's super nice. Yeah. Happy, I, you know, if I miss something, they're going to catch me up on it. Uh, but let's go on here to the SmackDown Women's title. Bailey, with a little help from Sasha Banks, stole a win off Nikki Cross. Uh, so I missed this the first time. And, and I was upset at first. Bailey apparently got her with... Uh, with Sasha Banks brass knuckles like boss time mm-hmm. thing in the ribs, uh, but yeah. the way they set it up, it looked like they had put the title belt in the corner for her to grab uh, afterwards, and then Sasha ran the distraction. So I was sitting there like, so what was the point of doing the title belts? But I stand corrected I, on I that. I think they've had the title belts in the corner when they have wrestled. They ha- no, no, but but Sasha Banks was wearing them and then oh. put them in the corner, oh. so it made the setup look like it was going to be. The title belt. They swerved me. I'll give them that. Yeah. Um, God, I, I just am so tired of Bailey and Sasha Banks, but we're going to get more yeah. on that. Uh, the only thing I had questions about is why did they go to the ribs and not to, like, the head? That is my one question. Um, I mean, it sets up, like, Nikki Cross, like, bending over to eat Bailey's finish. Yeah, I guess. Um, but that's really it. Uh, MVP defeated Apollo Crews by forfeit. I don't know if they actually declared this an actual U.S. title match, and he actually won the title. They declared it a match as far as going into it. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying at, at the, the event. I don't yeah. know if they actually. Uh, no, no. Yeah, there was no. Their bell didn't ring. Nobody did too much of yeah. anything. It was yeah. basically him declaring himself the U.S. Yeah, champ, taking were, the new belt yeah. and walking back. So I don't know if yeah, that's actually can, it or what. Which I'm fine with, but. Yeah, I yeah. can maybe see a U.S. title match tonight. Um, if Cruz is MVP clear. versus some 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 you know Jay Brown to put the title back on MVP. How yep. dare you talk about Cedric Alexander like that? Cedric Alexander is, be Cedric is Alexander. the main event on main event. Okay, oh, and no, unfortunately, sad. that's the way he's being booked, and it's really sad. Hopefully, he gets out of that contract really soon, so he can go somewhere else. I, look, as long as he's getting used and put properly, that's all I care about. If, if he's but done he's, well in WWE, that's fine. But at some point, that's got to happen. All right, we got about less than five minutes left. Seth Rollins defeated Rey Mysterio in an eye for an eye match. So how about that 25-cent uh, last Halloween bargain bin eye from Party City? Like one of those gummy eyes from for Halloween, yeah. Well, here's the good news, guys. Because it looked like the, the retina was still attached, I don't <laughs> think Rey Mysterio's going to lose any sight. So this was okay. pointless. Yeah. Uh, I'll hey, I just, s- go ahead, Dwight. I, I just watched, um, and then I'll plug this real quick, the documentary of, about Nick Mondo. That's that's on Amazon Prime. That's really good. And CZW. And having wa- oh, he's just a watched, psychopath. Yeah, just ha- well, he was, and now he's well, he's you know, he's he reformed himself, and he doesn't. Reformed. But anyway, Three the whole point was like I just watched a CZW documentary, and then I watched this. Yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? 
Come on. If they're going to do that, like, I wouldn't do it that hokey, obviously. But if you're going to do it, that's fine. But then make it like, like you said, Dwight, make it like a, this is an unsanctioned match. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, it was just like a regular match where you have to pop somebody's eye out because that's not, yeah. that's not against the law. Because your company like, you know is totally like, going to sign off on that. Yeah, yeah. We can't it's have not blood. like they get paid health insurance, though, so yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. Also, uh, hello. Get, it, well, act, it, act, it actually happened to three minutes it actually happened to Vader. Okay, it happened to Vader. It actually happened. Okay, it did, and then he popped his he uh, popped back in its socket, and then just kept fighting. Okay. Um. Yeah, and Seth Rollins puked and was like, "What just happened? You ripped a man's eye out, like you've been saying in a promo." What did What did you think was going to happen when yeah. you won the match? Oh, also, uh, real quick. They were pushing way too hard. Ray's never gonna see Dominic wrestle or see another oh, sunrise. God. You were you popped out the same eye that he had already been, you know, issued. Got like, a roll. Uh, Oscar versus out. Sasha Banks ended in a no contest uh, after 20 minutes. Of what was actually kind of an okay match, uh, but unfortunately, Oscar uh, the whole the whole thing broke down. Oscar missed it. The ref. Uh, Bailey came in, hit Oscar with the title belts, um, ripped the ref shirt off of the ref, and then counted the pin and gave the belt to Sasha Banks. This was deemed no contest. Horrible, 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 horrible. Why do you think you want us to take women seriously and then you book this? Yeah, I I have no other. Well, phrase I mean, for when Vince can change the finish on on a dime this is exactly what what, what happens i'm tired of bailey i'm tired of Less sasha and i hate this and i hate to say it but i'm tired of oscar too because now it's starting to begin that when you see her there's going to be some bs now too mm-hmm. just so much dancing so much like uh, like luau things this is it's just too much I'm, I'm tired of seeing her i'm tired of seeing everybody i just wish she was taken seriously Ooh. drew mcintyre defeated dolph ziggler and what was an extreme rules match only for dolph ziggler uh, as well as if McIntyre got disqualified or counted out, Ziggler would have also won the belt. So essentially, extreme rules and no champion's advantage. Solid match. That is that is more than one stipulation. Just no, it's not. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you're saying a regular. So what are stipulations? Stop. What are stipulations? You are saying in a in a in a regular. What are stipulations? They are the rules. He gets to make the rules. Period. He gets to pick the stipulation. No, okay. So is a hell of a cell match just a cell on top of the ring, or do we also have no disqualification and no countout? Because those are three different stipulations under one title. It's 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 included. I'm done with this. (laughs) Bray Wyatt defeated Braun Strowman in a swamp fight. You're wrong, but that's okay. You're wrong, and I love you. Well, You're wrong because because Extreme Rules doesn't. We have less than thirty seconds. Champions advantage. We have less than 30 seconds. That's champion's advantage. Unless okay, it's can taken we just away agree, in a stipulation. Can we just agree that those aren't extreme rules? <laughs> it was when you get a chair taken to the knee. Bray Wyatt defeated Braun Strowman in what was a very weird swamp fight. Well, this match well, was way too dark to even watch. Five we seconds. We think he did. No, we no, that, that's, what, that's what ESPN notification and Wikipedia says. If you're passing the eye test, we, we think he beat him. We're, we're still mm-hmm. not for sure. And that's mm-hmm. it for the horror show. A horrible show, and we're going to leave it at that. They I don't didn't, know. Always, I don't know. They did they, name it right. They, they, I'll give them that. They named it correctly. It was a horror I, show. I will prom- well, they, they did that right. Guys, I'm 10 sorry. minutes already started for Slammiversary. Yeah, but you <laughs> didn't. You segue. Didn't, yeah, sorry, but you know what? You guys didn't get it. The, 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 the callback to the original Friday the 13th was awesome. I'm sorry. I enjoyed it. 
No, I think yeah. you can enjoy uh, it. It's just one of those things where it was overdone, in my opinion. You guys just got to let him in. All just right. to touch on what you said about Rick Flair at the beginning of the show, uh, Bleacher Report is reporting that his wife has tested positive for COVID. Jesus. Yep. <sighs> okay. If COVID um, takes Ric Flair, we riot. Well, Listen, if COVID takes Ric Flair, I'm canceling 2020. You can't cancel a year. We've been you over You can't this. cancel a year. The day before that horrible, horrible pay-per-view that I'm done talking about, we actually had something really awesome happen on Impact. There was a Slammiversary, and we were treated to, I think, what was a spectacular, very spectacular good. show. Um, obviously had its issues, but definitely very nice to see Impact on the rise again. Uh, the Rascals... Lost to mystery opponent and returning tag team Motor City Machine Guns. Beautiful. Um, God, I wish Moose did kill Tommy Dreamer, but he at least won the match. Oh my gosh, that was the smallest bag of nails I've ever, or thumbtacks I've ever seen. Uh, and we almost uh, got eye gouging there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought like it was like oh he's going for the tax, and I was like, what were they expensive? Did they not have? <laughs> Where's the, the, the only bag? <laughs> no, they the can't run house of hardcore shows. The only bag they had to put them in is, is like the Crown Royal bag <laughs> that, you, <laughs> that you get at the ABC he, store. But he, he didn't even need a bag. He just should have turned them out the little plastic container and put them down. That's the best hobby that we're in. Beautiful. Uh, match number three the Gauntlet for the Gold match, which, uh, God, all right, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I apologize because that was not the match I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be a battle, battle royale, royale into it was a, a Royal Rumble. Yeah, like the Royal Rumble. except a pin at the end, which I'm I'm right. down for that. But yeah. like, yeah, uh, uh, I actually love that stipulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank God though, Kylie Ray won this match. Smiley Kylie Ray, she deserves the world and all. Yeah, last defeating Taya. <laughs> also, yeah. this match was. Bad. Yeah. It was. It really well, was. It we had what to be face, I think, Johnny Bravo I th- in there like twice. Yeah, well, Johnny Bravo was unnecessary, but if you watch mm-hmm. Impact, you know he's part of the storyline. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that yep. they did was the the one minute between entrance was too short. And you mm-hmm. didn't yeah. have time to tell a story. It was yeah. just madness going Yeah, on some of them were like really long. Others were well, like, here's mm-hmm. five seconds. And you added Katie yeah. Forbes to the match at the last second. Gross. Did, unnecessary. Yeah, unnecessary. She's not good. She's well, gross. Well, they're well, they're also trying to do something with her because she had been in an angle with Joey Ryan, and uh, so they're and so now they're yeah. gonna like, okay, we got to get rid of that and restart it. So. Yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and have you twerk on a pay per view. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, on to what was a fantastic match. Yeah. Chris Bay defeated Willie Mack to become your new Impact X Division champion. He is the Beyblade. I'm. Mon, I think you meant say Montez Ford. <laughs> yeah, I mean, call him whatever you want. He's fantastic. You guys just gotta let it. He's hashtag. absolutely you got, fantastic. You guys just gotta oh, hashtag yeah. let it rip. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think the when Willie Mack won the belt, it was kind of a you know that he was the X division champion, being a big guy and stuff. Yeah. It's typically, like a cruiserweight type uh, deal. I think High this, flower. Yeah, this sort of sends Willie Mack hopefully up the card into the main event um, area or around the main event and, and gets back to having that X Division title as a, as a more of a cruiserweight title like it's been in the days of Christopher Daniels, AZ, AJ Styles, Kazarian, all that, you know. And so the, I, 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 Chris Bay's entertaining as heck. 
It was a yeah. great match. God, those two. Yeah. I thought I, I did think that Willie Mack killed him when he like threw Oh him my god. Threw him in the turnbuckle. I thought, yeah. I thought yeah. he was the yeah. neck breaker on the apron. Oh my it, god. I, I, was there, I was there to say it was a neck breaker for me, Matt. Same. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, that hurt me. Hopefully this also means Willie Mack moving up to the main event scene. I'm hoping that's what this yeah, means. Sure. I love Willie Mack. Hopefully he, he is, takes the belt off of who eventually won it, but we'll get there. Nah, I think someone else is gonna do that. Uh, and uh, following that, we had three really talented wrestlers and someone who should have retired six years ago uh, in a tag match. The North defeated Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. Look, I'm sorry. Ken Shamrock looked confused half the time. He really yeah, I, did. I, I was part there was, of the gim- it's, it's part of the gimmick, actually. Yeah, because he's not a tag team wrestler. I get that, but like... Am I there supposed was a point, to stand no, here for this no, spot? Yeah, or? No, no, yes. The, 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 there's a point where Sammy's getting pinned in the middle of the ring, and he's in the ring, he's like, and he's just standing there, <laughs> and he, did, he, he didn't break it up. Why'd you push like, me yeah. five minutes ago? Doug, yeah, you're in a uh, tag title right. match. No one cares. <laughs> well, and, and that's, I mean, that's part of, they, they kind of love each other, hate each other kind of thing. A lot of hate each other. But I will, I will say this about Ken Shamrock being in his mid fifties is the guy is ripped. Oh yeah, and, they, yeah. and he did a top, he did a top rope belly to belly. Yeah, yeah. He also it looks tried to kill AF. himself doing a, a not a tope suicida, but some kind I mean, so, of tope that ended with hitting the apron. <laughs> so I mean, full respect. I mean, he's he's definitely yeah. not. I mean, he's not he's not embarrassing himself, but he he also never was the most charismatic. Guy. I was about to say, I don't know. That no. match was not his best. Yeah, well, he's playing the same character he played twenty. Well, they, years ago. yeah. Well, uh, well, they were going to put the belt on him. Remember Dwight, but he just didn't have it. Like, oh, yeah. didn't have mm-hmm. the, the yeah. charisma. Yeah. Which, yeah. good decision to not. Yeah. Um, we had at hating on. We had was maybe my favorite women's match of the year. It's up there. Uh, uh it's. Uh, Spoiler alert! It's on my list. It's on. Spoiler my alert! List. It's also on my list. Diano Peraza, defe- Perazzo, sorry, defeated Jordan Grace by submission. So we want to so talk about good. spending 15 minutes going after the arm and <laughs> selling a one move. Yeah. Fantastic. Jordan Grace also fantastic. Absolutely. Um, but very excited for Diano versus Kylie Ray. I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Main event. How about the fact that how about how about the fact that Diana Perrazzo did more uh, in one night at Impact than she did all of her time in NXT? Mm-mm. Yeah, what a, what a that, freaking waste! That's her very fault. Very unfortunate. Though. That's her fault. Uh, main event time, and we got two of our surprises right back. Yeah. Rich Swan is healthy. Yeah, uh, and join the match. This uh, was this this set us up for a lot of booze because we were not happy. <laughs> yeah, oh, so we were all really salty. <laughs> the match was advertised as Eddie Edwards versus Ace Austin versus Trey versus a mystery opponent, and we got Rich Swan, and we were like, oh, "Really? After everyone that you've pushed, that's gonna be there? Who's gonna yeah, be plus- here?" Yeah, plus we just saw him on crutches about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Swerve! Yeah. But we also only saw him from the armpits up. Um, and and we were swerved because uh, there was a fifth member of the match, Eric Young, returning to Impact, uh, world-class maniac. I'm all about it. I missed Perfect. Eric Young. Um, EY. 
so this was his first pay-per-view appearance, and I think win, uh, since his last pay-per-view in, in Impact, uh, just because takeovers are not considered pay-per-views. But. Oh, my gosh. Well, WWE so sure knows how to waste talent. Yeah, they do. Hey, but here's the thing, too. Um, you know, originally that was supposed to be five people in the match, so it yeah. wasn't a, mm-hmm. it wasn't no, no, a huge no. swerve. They had to replace Well, the, sw- the swerve was that you had Rich Swan and they'd been saying yeah, it's a right. four-way, and then they had a five-way. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so, order of elimination here. Trey was eliminated first by Eric Young, uh, but he did give this uh, absolutely... Look, in a world where we're all kind of sick of Canadian Destroyers, this was the coolest Canadian Destroyer I've seen in a hot yeah. minute. Yeah. Very um, much so. Sliding it's, it's, and then through the uh, middle and bottom rope into the Destroyer on the outside. Yeah. It, it was just It's cool. not Marco's stunt doing it off, you know. Mm-hmm. A Tower of Doom. That took 10 seconds to set up. Uh, Don't get me going. <laughs> we're not even talking. Well, I guess we're kind of talking AEW tonight, but not really. Uh, following that was Eric Young. Yes. rolled up by Swan. Rich Swan. Uh, Rich Swan pinned by Ace Austin. Uh, Swan's uh, ankle was attacked by EY with yeah. the chair. Mm-hmm. Following Eric yeah. Young's pin. Uh, yeah. Eliminating Eric Young. Um, Storytelling, man. I like it. I like we've got stuff set up for the future. Yeah. 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 I just wish it wasn't Eddie Edwards as the champion. <laughs> remember? Well, uh, spoiler alert. No, because we already said it. Oh, did we? <laughs> months nah. ago, I told y'all Ace Austin is that dude. Yeah. They should have put on him and strapped it to the moon. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm glad they did. I think that I mean he's he's definitely. It's coming. Well, it's coming. Gonna, it's coming. I, I, yeah, I think they're going to build like a build like a faction around him. I think that's yeah. Probably. Aces and eights. Yep, could be. <laughs> we Ace thought and the eights. Well, yeah, Dwight, uh, Jeff, you guys weren't there on Saturday. We we had a lot of uh, theory going on about aces and eights. Um, uh oh. So. Ace Austin, Madman Fulton, beating down Eddie Edwards, and who comes to the sh- uh, save but some good brothers? After the match. Yeah, after the match. Uh, so, good brothers and Eddie Edwards stand tall. Uh, and then a very quick uh, glimpse of EC3 smashing a glass. Ready to roll. So, EC3's announced. Heath Slater, well, Heath, Heath showed up. Uh, and tomorrow night is going to be the North versus Motor City Machine Guns, and I'm yeah. pumped. Uh, Heath Slater cut a promo for the pre-show, or was it after one? It of- was after. It was after the uh, women's yeah. Women. match. Yeah, so he cut a promo, and then after a match or two, he meets up with Rhino backstage, and somebody's like, hey, you're not signed here because of what's going on. You can't be here. You gotta leave. Yeah, but you know what? You 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 didn't you didn't think you wanted to see that Heath Slater Rhino reunion. You didn't think you wanted it, but you did. Uh, I now still think he's yeah. gonna turn on him. Join the bad good. guys. Free your narrative. Good. Yeah. Um, a lot of good stuff coming out of this. I'm super excited for Impact, and we might just have to talk about it on Thursday. Yeah. So. Good. That is our news. That's your review of the. Uh, Pay-per-views this weekend, one was significantly better than the other. One was a horror show and the other was TNA. Yeah. Um, significantly better. And now it's time for our top ten. All right? Yes. Top ten. We got about uh, 30 minutes to roll on this one, okay? Perfect. So uh, this was set up because I think we were just talking about uh, how great New Japan is. 
Yeah. Yeah, is that kind of how this came up? I think so. Um, and so the conversation became, what are your top ten matches on American soil? American males. 2020. American males. <laughs> 2020. So. Tijuana is not American soil, guys. Can I be Marcus Bagwell? It's North America. Very much so. <laughs> as long as Rey Mysterio can be Scotty Riggs. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm going to go ahead and give you my honorable mentions, and I'll hand it off to somebody else. Uh, for me, I have Adam Cole versus Keith Lee in the winner takes all. Uh, Cole versus Ciampa from Portland. Um, Cody versus Wardlow. Cody versus Darby Allen, And Chris Bay versus Willie Mack. Oh, all right. Uh, ben, what are your honorable mentions here? Uh, so I have to put a... Lee Dijak on those honorable mentions. Uh, Men's Royal Rumble. Which one? Uh, Portland. It, was that even okay. a question? Uh, I mean, they yeah, just because every time they week. step in the ring. Yeah. True. <laughs> that being said, last week's was not. Yeah, last week's level. was pretty bad. Uh, no, bad. But, they, but they can bang, though. Yeah. My yeah. last honorable mention is uh, Balor Gargano from uh, the Valentine's Day, up, uh, which is, is actually Portland as well. All right, Jeff, give me your honorable mentions here. Um, Balor Gargano as well. Um, Mox Darby versus Jericho and Sammy. All right. Dwight, any honorable mentions? Well, I got one honorable mention, but I will tell you that my list, what I attempted to do, which I, is a little always a little different, is I attempted to make the top ten matches, and I did not include any matches from AEW or WWE, NXT, any of that. I went Impact, MLW, Ring of Honor. Um, right. I did. So, I tried to. I right. did my best. So I did my not, best. I, and and eventually, I had to include a couple AEW matches just because mm-hmm. yeah. there's just been such a limited amount of of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so you just went with only, trying to avoid the top two major promotions. You'll see. There's a couple AEW matches. Still, yeah. no WWE, no WWE, no NXT. Me and Dwight are the same my, person. My, my, <laughs> yeah. my honorable well, mention. My honorable mention is only one, and that's Pack versus Orange Cassidy. That that was one of mine. That I enjoyed. Ryan. Yeah. Um. Uh. I have Sammy versus Tessa from Hard from a Hard to Kill. Uh. The Men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, the eight-man tag team match from Fighter Fest, um, from MLW, uh, Mance Warner versus Jimmy Havoc in a no ropes barbed wire match. Um, and then final honorable mention is Mox versus Mister Brody Lee from Double or Nothing. Also a good match. All right. So, uh, I guess I'll start off by giving you my number ten. Which for me was Cody versus MJF from Revolution. Really enjoyed the story they told. I think the right person won and they did it the right way. Ben, number 10. Uh, my number 10 is the Broserweights. Better than you. <laughs> uh, my number 10 is the Broserweights versus Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews from the January 15th episode of NXT. Yeah, damn, that's a good one. Nah. Jeff, you want to give me your number 10? Uh, my 10 is Villa Enterprises, Marty, Brody, Flip versus Lucha, Flamita, Bandito, Ray Horse. Also good. Dwight? Good stuff. Yeah, my, this is where my uh, asterisk comes in that 
Uh, you said America, so North America counts, and this one is in Tijuana, Mexico. We said U.S. Um, soil, Dwight. <laughs> yes, uh, so, which is just, just across the border from San Diego. But that's uh, from M- M- MLW Fusion number 105. That the, was the uh, MLW versus AAA. And that was uh, Mortis and Pagano against Mass Warner and Savio Vega in a old-school hardcore match, if there ever was one. Oh Love me some Savio Vega. Juice for everybody. And uh, Ryan, number 10? Um, NXT title match from NXT TakeOver Portland. Um, Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, only reason it's not higher is because I hate false finishes and the amount of times that they are performed in NXT title matches. Fair yeah, enough. Adam Cole's not protected. His finisher isn't, at least. Uh, ben, give me your number nine. My number nine is... Hangman and Omega versus the Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz versus the best friends from the January 1st, or excuse me, January 15th episode of Dynamite. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have Perazzo versus Grace from Slammiversary here at number nine. Jeff, number nine. Uh, Keith Lee versus Strong. Um... One twenty-two twenty. This is when uh, Strong. I mean, this is when Lee uh, won the North American from uh, from Roddy, mm-hmm. and has okay. been catapulted ever since. Oh yeah, for real. Uh, Rightly so. Ryan, number nine. Um, catapult man himself, uh, Mr. Keith Lee, um, versus Dominic Dijakovic, um, North American title match from NXT Portland. Um, you could put them in a four by four box, and they could put on a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's criminally insane that after all of the uh, great matches they've had at NXT, um, that you would send Dijak to the main roster just to eventually get buried. I'm still hoping he joins Seth Rollins' team. I think that's the best place for him. Dwight, number nine. All right. Also, with an asterisk, as Mexico City is definitely in North America. <laughs> we said U.S. soil, Dwight. But it was on a, for on American television. We got to watch on the uh, January 18th episode of Impact TV. Uh, El Hijo de Vikingo. Okay, Vikingo is amazing against TJP. Probably one of the best TV weekly TV matches of the year. It was fantastic. Yeah, so that's all the asterisk I have because those were in Mexico. So <laughs> nine, ten. All right, Jeff, give me your number eight. Uh, my number eight is the best tag team in the world: the Briscoes, versus mm-hmm. Jeff Cobb and Dan Moff, Bound for Glory, two twenty-eight twenty. Um, oh. If you want to see the house get tore down, if you like strong style and you dig it, mm-hmm. check it out. Mm-hmm. I, I thought not. Bound for Glory was an impact pay-per-view. Bound by Honor. Bound by Honor. I was like, wait. Bound Something. by Honor, Bound for Glory. They're Someone's, the same. Someone throw up that yeah. math calculations gif. Bound for Glory on the brain. <laughs> uh, Dwight, give me a number eight. Yes, a very recent one. I'm going to put that Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, EY, um, Rich Swan, and Trey as my number eight, that that was a good match. I'm it sorry. Was, um, it really yeah. was. Rightfully so. Ryan, number eight. Um, Matt, you had it as your number nine. 
uh, Jordan Grace uh, versus Deanna Perrazzo uh, for the Impact Knockouts Championship at Slammiversary from two days ago. Um, this is the best women's match of the year, hands down. Um, I don't think anything from the horror show, even though they both had uh, two women's matches that were good, um, I don't think there was a woman, that there's a women's match this year that has come close to this. There's one. <laughs> ben, number eight. <laughs> I know, I know, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, my number eight is uh, the Elite versus. And here's a name we probably have forgotten about, the Death Triangle from January 1st at uh, AEW Dynamite. I think that's actually that? pre-Death Triangle formation. That's Lucha Bros Pac. and Pac. Pac and Lucha Bros. I think that was pre-the formation of the team. It was around. I think because yeah. uh, I think Death Triangle formed after Revolution. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number eight, sticking with AEW here, is actually... FTR versus The Butcher and the Blade. I was very impressed mm. with that match. Loved it. Um, I'm sure I was real obnoxious about it when it happened. Probably. But it's possible. FTR so good. Butcher and Blade, underrated. Uh, and for that, Ryan, give me number seven. Um, from the February 19th episode of AEW Dynamite, um, the main event, uh, Cody versus Wardlow in the cage match. Um, it goes to show you that Wardlow is a future main eventer. Um, and it shows that Cody will do anything to put on a good show. All right. Dwight. Seven? Right. I am, I, I'm, I'm here in the United, in the United States. And so on the show gateway to honor, what US soil means. Okay. So on the Gateway to Honor show, uh, Jeff and I once again share a brain. So my number <laughs> seven is uh, Bandito and Flamita. That's February the 9th. Uh, Bandito and Flamita versus the Briscoes. Unreal. Uh, B- Bandito is probably one of my five favorite wrestlers going right now. And the Briscoes are the Briscoes. So. Yeah. Jeff, what's your number seven? Uh, number seven. This is the only one like this on here. It is Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, SmackDown. Um, that's when uh, AJ won their Intercontinental uh, Championship. Yeah, June 10th. W- yeah, yeah. WWE is terrible. Okay, no, um, 12th. But what, sometimes, what you know, with, if guys can wrestle, they can wrestle. List. You know what I'm saying? They can trudge through all of it sometimes. And that was the, a shining piece of light, and you know, out of the darkness. All right. Ben, give me your number seven. We have the uh, eight-man tag match from Fighter Fest. Uh, so we had Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, The Butcher and the Blade defeating the Jacksons and FTR. And my number seven, a technical masterpiece here, uh, MJF vs. Jungle Boy. <laughs> okay. I thought it was fantastic. Great, great showing of two young talent who going to be fantastic. What that's on uh, is uh, was that on a double, dynamite or, or, or double or nothing? Double. Okay, double or nothing. Yeah. Okay, because there was no crowd, no crowd. It's weird. All right, D White, give me your number six. Okay, number six, and he said that the uh, this is a spoiler, obviously, because this is one of two women's matches on my list. Mm-hmm. 
So the other one is uh, number six. It's from NWA Hard Times, and that's Allison K versus Thunder Rosa. Respectable. Respectable. I am really upset with myself because because as soon as you said said that the first name I thought of was Thunder Rosa, uh, and I was like, crap. Forgot Ryan, about that one. Ryan, what'd you put at six? Um number six from Worlds Collide. Um the eight man tag team match between Imperium and Undisputed Era. Yeah. Um AEW does a great job with eight-man tag. Um, this was, I, I think that this was better than the one from Fighter Fest. Um, if you don't think so, I strongly recommend you go back and watch it because even though um, even though Imperium is down a man for pretty much the rest of the match um, from about five to ten minutes in and on. Um, they pick up the slack and it's just perfect. Mm -hmm. It's just a great way to make sure that everybody is highlighted yep. in a multi-man tag match. All right. Ben, number six. My number six uh, has already been said. It is Styles versus Daniel Bryan, June 12th episode of SmackDown. That is also my number six. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to go ahead was, and start with number I knew, five. I knew Ben was cheating off of Matt. I knew it. He's not <laughs> cheating off of me. <laughs> not me. We've, this is the we're, first one we've had the we're same. Gonna, we're going to give you guys, we'll, we'll tell you the gimmick when we're done here. We'll see if you guys catch on. Uh, so my number five is Omega vs. Pac in the Iron Man match. I thought that was fantastic. I know that some people were split on whether or not it should have went to overtime, but I thought all of it was great. Uh, with that, Jeff, give me number five. Um, I don't think I gave you my number six. Yeah, we're on um, six because you uh, that from no. five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 because my number I didn't give you number Our number sixes were the same, so you yeah, jumped yeah, to five. Yeah, so I just said yeah. my number six. Jeff, give me number six. I thought I got you. It's my bad. Uh, it's all right. Um, my number six is from your April 1st uh, AEW Dynamite. It is, uh, dare I want to say it, but it is yep. Omega versus Beretta. <laughs> yeah, there you go, boy. Uh, one, um, again, not to reiterate this, but Trent is an actual star. Yep. He needs to drop the 10 pounds of you-know-what in a five-pound bag and be by himself. <laughs> and very when, kind oh, at how much garbage he is. <laughs> and when Omega... He has, has his own valet, man. ...has someone to work with that's, you know, good, it can lead. He's he's good. They're both good. Um, yeah, so Beretta and Omega. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of that for just a second. Um, this was when COVID really started to ramp up. And this is the one where they, you know, kind of open the match and, you know, they both you know, do a gentleman's hand, handshake, you know, they do the old code of honor. Um, they were just putting on a show. This match is very underrated. Is it your number five? Um, it's not, but I can share if you want. Yeah, go for it. And then we'll go back to you, Jeff, Matt, for your number five. Six. No. Oh, are we going up to, are we just doing six and five? Okay. We already did six. We're, yeah, yeah, I did everyone five. but Jeff. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Six ended with me. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I'm not crazy. All right, oh, number that's still up for debate. My number five already said multiple times um, from the June 12th episode of SmackDown um, for the vacant uh, WWE Intercontinental Championship. It is Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Um, I originally had this a little higher. Um but I went back and watched it, and if you watch it with the commercial breaks, it kills the vibe a little bit. 
Um, but Such there a is match. a clip on YouTube from a random YouTube up, uploader that cuts out the commercials, and it's better. Um, but I have it at number five. Nice. Jeff, five. Um, my five is MJF versus Jungle Boy, double or nothing. Okay. Real good I actually, match. I actually wanted a little bit higher, but I, I, I'll get into that later. But, yes, yeah. um, simple things, e- 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 emotion into wrestling, you can't beat it. It always wins. Yep. Dwight, number five. Number five uh, from the uh, MLW at the ECW Arena. We're, we've got the team Von Erichs with the Von Erich brothers. Um <sighs> David Boy Smith Jr. and Killer Cross making his MLW debut against Team Filthy with Dominic Garini, Eric Stevens, Rip Von Eric, and Filthy Tom Lawler. Filthy. Was, yeah, that was a, that was a good match, and it was and Killer Cross, um, gosh, for his cup of coffee in MLW, that was that was a pretty pretty excellent show. All right, Ben. Number My number five, five uh, has also already been set. It is the opening thirty minute Iron Man match from the. February 26th episode of Dynamite, Omega versus Pac. Yeah. All right. Has everyone said they're five? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. Everyone throw up your four horses. Let, let me start. Let me start my number four because my number four is the same as Ben's number five. So we can Take it away. away. Yeah, so that my number four is Kenny Omega versus Pac from uh from Dynamite number 21, the Iron Man match. So there you go. All right. Love it. That was a fantastic match. Ryan, number four. From the February 19th episode of AEW Dynamite, uh, the AEW Tag Team Championship match between Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega defending against the Lucha Bros. Um, you take arguably one of the best tag teams in the world against um, against the best bout, bout machine and arguably the um, the uh, hottest young star in professional wrestling, and you're bound to get some just just something special. Yep, fantastic, Jeff. Number four. Uh, my number four is Cody versus MJF at Revolution. Mm. Um. You guys know me. Big on emotion. Big on old school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it's a it's a wrestler's wrestling match, if you will. Would you believe yeah. that Dave Meltzer gave that a three and a half star? Because Dave Meltzer's a schmuck. I would never <laughs> invite him onto this show if it was the last show that we ever had. Really? He can go mm. suck eggs. Really? Um, Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm fine. Right. Just because controversy creates cash. <laughs> yeah, not only does <laughs> look, we've egg, joked about Vince Dave Russo Meltzer being on here. Eggs. Who, R- R- uh, who Ryan, would you rather have? Ryan, you're the best, and I and I and I love you for that. And also, Dwight, uh, he's an egg sucking dog. He's an egg sucking dog. Moose sucks eggs. He's an egg sucking dog. I thought Moose was an egg sucking dog, according to Tommy Dreamer's T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, we're gonna call that time out real quick. Ryan, if you had to choose between Vince Russo and Dave Meltzer, who you're bringing on the show as the head of talent relations, you can't pick nobody. You got to pick one. Vince. Vince. Vince Russo. Um, he is done, even though he has done more long-term damage to do the wrestling business. He doesn't um, know any better. I disagree. He does, I think he's. 
I think I think that he would be a hotter get for the show as opposed to Dave Meltzer, who is biased to the Young Bucks. Okay, well, Matt, you know, I know what you do for a living, and I'm just say <laughs> that Dave Meltzer um, shows plenty of of the soft symptoms to be diagnosed. That's all. <laughs> If you follow me. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, time back in since we're going to bury Dave Meltzer. Ben, what's your number four? My number four. Uh, oh, I, I wasn't a bury. No, Ryan, I, I don't know if you had this at four or five. It's uh, on the Dynamite on February twenty or uh, February 19th. Omega and Page versus the Lucha Bros. Four as well. And my number four was this year's Royal Rumble. Uh, carried Major League the return of Edge. Um, cause Lord knows I got caught in the work. Drew McIntyre winning was also wonderful. Um, I just really enjoyed that, that match. Good hour. <laughs> uh, and on to number three. Number three. All right, Ben, you go ahead and start it off. My number three, uh, coming from NXT Portland is the championship match between Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa. Solid. Portland had a really good card. I'm... Yeah, I actually think that's what got this whole thing rolling I for do. this week's top top ten. Yeah, um, something about Portland. <laughs> so thank you to NXT Portland. It's sad to see where NXT has gone since then. Well, mm-hmm. I blame no fans. If y'all don't mind sticking with NXT Portland for a second, my number three is Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic from Portland. I had there to go, go back and watch that match because I realized I, I realized I actually saw the highlights of that because I was late getting to that show. Um, that was fun. That was really fun to watch again. The uh, I miss crowds. The flip from the Dijak. Spanish fly, uh, the springboard senton in be- mm-hmm. to to Keith Lee in the chair in, in between the tables. Like, don't mess up. <laughs> Just fun. I love Keith Lee. Uh, Ryan, give me your number three. Yeah, spoiler alert: my top three are all are all NXT or not or not NXT. Sorry, AEW. <laughs> um, my number three is the Iron Man match from the February twenty sixth episode of AEW Dynamite. It is Pack versus Kenny Omega. I originally had it at two, um, but my number two was was just a little bit better. And the and the whole overtime thing kind of bugged me um, because because AEW okay I get why why they did it um, but AEW has shown that they're not afraid to take things to time limit draws um, and I think that's where it should have stayed but still it was a it was a heck of a performance though mm-hmm. we can I think we've already argued about that we won't need to argue about it again. we have Dwight yeah. give me your number three uh, number three. Uh... Once again, I don't know if it was one of those things where I had such low expectations and it so far surpassed my expectations, but it's the uh, the, the best women's match uh, of the year without a doubt, and that was from last from last well Saturday two nights ago. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace for the uh, Impact uh, Knockouts Championship. Great match, made sense. Great ring yeah. psychology. Love the finish. It was awesome. Jeff, number three. Um, me and Dwight share the same brain. That is actually my number three as well. <laughs> hey. 
again, a wrestler's wrestling match. Um, everything makes sense. Um, in this modern era, era of wrestling, like, you know, not a lot of flips, not a lot of dives, not a lot of, like, fast pace, which is good wrestling, hard-hitting wrestling. Like I said, everything made sense, and it, 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 it looked great. All right. We are now in our top two. Ben, give me your number two. You caught me as a sticking stick? Oh, I'm sorry. All good. Uh, yet again, from NXT Portland, the Broserweights versus the UE for the tag champs. Mm. I just can't. Yeah. I can't with Matt Riddle. I can't. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, this, there's something about him I don't like with this match. Well. <laughs> this match just did something for me. I can think of a couple things I don't like about Matt Riddle. Uh, Dwight, give me your number two. Number two from Impact Wrestling, hard to kill. Uh, Tessa Blanchard defeating Sammy Callahan for the Impact uh-huh. World Championship. Hate it all you want. That was a fantastic match. Both of their matches were good. Uh, yep. Only one of them happened in 2020. Um, but uh, I think beyond it being historic and beyond the controversy since then, just on its own wrestling match, that was a fantastic yeah. wrestling match. It was great. Jeff, give me a number two. Um, uh, this should probably be one if we're just talking about like, probably like in ring. Um, but it, but you guys, um, you guys said it. it Lee and Dijak. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, he's Dijak to me at no, I, uh, I <laughs> NXT Portland. Um, if you just look at the, I, I hate using the, the word work rate, but if you just look at the way they're working and and how they're going about doing it, and I know people probably don't remember, but it's. A couple months ago, we used to have this thing called like fun and crowds. Mm. You know, uh, people <laughs> forgot about it. But yeah, it it actually does make a difference. And you, and like you said, uh, like you you text us today and you said it earlier, Matt. Like when you go back and you watch crowds and you watch the reactions, yeah, it's just insane. Just two guys getting after it. No one waiting to do anything or spots or just two guys hard hitting getting after it. Yeah, I definitely think fans being at shows hits differently. It, it, there's nothing against fans not being at shows, but we don't get that same emotion from, yeah, the, you don't. from the crowd not being there. Because that emotion, you know, really hits those hard spots if just I'm, that extra step further. If I'm looking and, at it, my my top five matches all had crowds. I think that definitely right. played a part into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Jeff, I don't know about you. I mean, if I can interrupt um, have you watched any any Premier League games where they have the piped-in crowd noise, which oh, I thought I would oh. hate? It, but it actually makes it better. It makes it better to watch. I'm sorry. Uh, it doesn't no, apply no, to yeah. WWE. No, yeah. Dwight, yeah, I watched MLS where they didn't, and then I watched the Premier League, and I'm like, um, you know, I feel like the Matrix. Like, I know this steak isn't real, but I need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, I, know, I like the fake crowd noise. Give me that number two. Um. I'll segue into it uh, just to piggyback on what we were just kind of discussing. Um, you take a look at the difference that fans make. Um, the way that the way that Impact filmed film Slammiversary on on Saturday with no fans, as opposed to the horror show on Sunday with uh, with you know the fake Stooge fans uh, that do whatever Vince uh, you know they you know they boo whoever they want. Um, Vince, Vince Taboo, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a huge difference. Um, and I think that AEW has done a tremendous job with using their enhancement talent um, as fans, which is where I'm going with my number two. Um, 
This is from Double or Nothing. It is Jungle Boy versus MJF. Um, you're talking about a pure wrestling match yeah. that had great ring psychology, great in-ring work, a great smart finish, that, and they both looked great. Um, this is the best singles match of the year. Yeah, I, I mean, I... I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. The reason I didn't put it on there, well, I didn't put it there is because I was, uh, I'll explain later, but like, again, emotion and everything. Their revolution match was great, too. I think anytime those two guys get together, it's Mm. magic. And I think that's that's the future of your, which is no shocker, but that's the future of your, of your, uh, you know, AEW. And and I I don't think people, you knew they were good talents by themselves before the, before the actual show got on air, Mm -hmm. but getting on air and working together and putting it all together is a whole nother thing. It's also because I think we all have the same number one. Do you think we do? I was about to say, I have a feeling that Dwight, Dwight is the only one who might not. Just you have because... to remember, Dwight didn't pick any WWE. No, no, no. Exactly, yeah. Or, but, and tried but he to, did to say he had AEW. to put in a few, so I wonder if the one that he put in is the one. No, I was AEW. I put a few AEW matches. Yeah, that's what I'm talking I about. Tr- I was trying not to. Um, but go ahead. My number two has already been said, but it's Undisputed Era versus Imperium from Worlds Collide. <laughs> that is how you do two stables fighting it out in, yep. in an eight-man tag in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. fantastic. And you made Imperium that night as far as I'm concerned. They were already established in the UK, mm-hmm. but putting them in front of, in front of main, US. mainstream WWE fans yeah. and, and Worlds Collide, it was just fantastic Welcome yeah and, you know worlds world. collide is you know in retrospect that was better now that i look back it's like man that was really good yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah a lot of great action um has everyone said there too yeah so. so jeff i'm gonna start with you for number one <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> so for number one um i've got come on come on got, say come it on. Save. I've got Cody versus Wardlow cage match. Now that's Whoa! just me. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's just Is me. it the old school cage? It's mm-hmm. no, it's 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 just it's just everything. It's the promo he cuts mm-hmm. afterwards. It's you knowing what's on the line. It's the building up to that as in like we haven't seen Wardlow. Is he gonna be good? Is he gonna be bad? Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like we don't know what he is, looks like in ring. It's it's in Atlanta. I mean, well, it's in Georgia. It's 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 everything all together. And again, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but if you're just talking about emotion and go back and watch it again with the crowd getting into it and like you yeah. know, there's something said, there's something to be said when you're on the edge of your seat, but you don't necessarily know why you're edge, on the edge of your seat. You know what I'm saying? When when you watch with certain people wrestle, you know you're on the edge of your seat because they can do this and they can do that. Because guys, just guys that can work better than others. But man. When you get emotion and tied into it, and you get everything else, I mean, I don't know, it's great. Again, maybe not. Again, my my just my favorite. You know, again, I'm not saying like work rate, but if Jeff me. is anything, he is consistent on his hating mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. is the number one match <laughs> of the year. Come on, man. It don't no matter way. where it is. It's Hangman and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. It's the only six star match this year. Dave Meltzer, mm-hmm. tell him. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is also my number one match. Uh, it's Hangman and Omega versus the Young Bucks uh, from Revolution. Yep. Yeah. Hold on, 
Hold on. Has your top ten been <laughs> like an all-day Meltzer? You freaking schmuck. It was schmuck. Dave Meltzer's top ten. I didn't realize I was missing work until about, or I didn't have work today until about like one o'clock, and I'm just like, oh my god. I don't have a list. I haven't even thought about a list. I'm just gonna take Dave Meltzer's top ten American soil matches so, as my list. Can you see why I kind of kept going here with Meltzer person. here? What? The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> My number one is the same. It's the number not one. because Dave Meltzer rated it <laughs> six stars. Um, because it is the best match of the year. Because it had the story to back it up. The in-ring work to match it. And then this whole time, and Matt, and, and Matt can attest, he's, he's been on the hangman turn for a long time. The hint. Um, just the... And, and just the very end of it... Um, he, you know, he, you know, lowers the rope for, you know, Kenny to get out. Everything was just great about it. Um, I really teased putting this at two, honestly, and then putting Jungle Boy and MJF at one. I really did. Um, you should have going back to watch. I should have, um, how, however, overall, I feel like with it being a title match, um, it had a little bit more on the line. Yeah. Dwight, what's your number one? Okay, well, since I couldn't choose Naito uh, defeating Okada or Okada defeating Ibushi or Hiromu Takahashi defeating Will Ospreay, since I couldn't pick those, which all happened in 2020. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Also, I couldn't pick the um, ROH TV episode since they've been doing specials on each superstar. The one that featured the Briscoes was my favorite, so I couldn't pick that actually because it wasn't a match. And none of them happened in 2020. But what I could pick is um, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page against the Young Bucks. So, so, because <laughs> that was worked. the best match. That worked. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> well, I thought I was. I thought I was shocking picking Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme as the worst theme because it was ripped off twice. But yeah. then, you know, Jeff comes along and makes some nonsense about which <laughs> some other match being. Now, now, look, look, I'm just hey, like, I got I, no hate for it's it. My, no. It's my list. Because yeah. I love listen, Cody, I love Wardlow, and I love that cage match. The cage match is on my list look, for sure. I would say it was an honorable mention for me. I just love the fact that Jeff is the most continuity out of everyone on yeah, this show yeah. look, on look, hating look, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Listen, no, no, listen. <laughs> It's not. It's obviously a good match. I'm it not wasn't even not. an honorable mention for you. No, no, I, I, but I, I didn't. I didn't breathe any life into it because all you smucks were going to do it. Listen, <laughs> it's a great match, but it's so then he should have put it as an honorable mention. No, nah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> listen, the difference is, is like it doesn't look any different than what they do any other time. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, on being the elite, literally, uh, Luchasaurus comes in like after the match and goes. What happened? I thought we agreed on a spot fest. Like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was from this past. Yeah, that was from well, being I'll... the elite, but like... And, and then like, that was my... There's like, the best tag team match ever. I'm like, it looks like all their other tag team matches that they well, do. Well, Which Jeff, really when cool. everyone like, in the world says it was probably the best tag listen, team match when on I rate American it soil... Six, <laughs> when I rate it six Period. and a quarter stars, Jeff, you know that's a great yeah, match. Yeah, sure you did. But you <laughs> yeah, know what else? Yeah, Ben I, I Meltzer will, over here. <laughs> I will I will say though that 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 match and and sort of the aftermath was one of the biggest disappointments from this whole shutdown thing was because that was that was furthering an angle that was going somewhere that was taking time they were doing the right thing with with yeah. Hangman's 
heel turn and then it just all got shot to crap and so um it, thankfully they're still sort of picking with up now they're teasing maybe an omega heel turn yeah. so um it, it. it's in retrospect i think that match is going to be better even better in retrospect because it's going to build on that whole story yeah. do Go we ahead, have uh, uh, yeah do we have some time left because uh, did i get in this kenny omega thing is, is that all right are, are you mean okay, talking about please. kenny omega turn and heel okay yes so <laughs> um oh boy you just gotta reiterate no, no, no. what you said last week no, no, no. What I was saying, no, 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 no. What I was, what I was, I was going to text you guys today is, is if, if they're smart and they don't book this thing backwards like they like to do, they would have Kenny Omega just come out like, hey, listen, like, because when he first, I told you, when he first came, you couldn't push him to the moon because one, nobody knew who the hell he was, you know, for your casual audience. And if you just throw the belt on him, you know, he's got to get some type of, you know, momentum. Well, he has momentum now. So what they need to do now is have him come out and just bash everybody in the sense of like, hey, I've been the guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I came over to AEW. Guy. You guys are schmucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys didn't have him done anything with me, this, that, and other, and then do it that way. Like, if, if you're going to let him do his thing, let him do his thing. Don't, like, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't have him be like a, don't do the, like, nice heel. You know what I'm saying? Or he, or he's heel for, like, two, three weeks, and then they, ah, uh, we don't want to do it. You this, know? Is a, this is a very weird moment that doesn't happen enough on this show. Nah. Jeff um, is right, and I really, agree with him. Really, really quick, but it seems like through everybody's top ten lists, um, with the exception of Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles because Raw and SmackDown are just really bad, um, it seems like that you can tell the difference that fans make. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah is, that, is that our unanimous num- number one? Outside Sans, of Jeff. Sans, 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 well, Sans Jeff, <laughs> they all had fans. And then mm-hmm. somewhere in there, we all we all had Jungle Boy versus versus M, MJF for some of us. Um, most of us had Jordan Grace, Deanna Perrazzo. Um, I think it's what companies are doing to kind of combat no no fans or minimal fans as far as the response to COVID goes. Mm-hmm. Um, some promotions are doing it really well. And I still don't think WWE has caught the boat on it. I really don't. No. I think I think that yeah. you're telling your fans who to cheer for and who to boo, and that just doesn't work. It's not mm-hmm. how it's ever supposed to work. As no. much as you want to control the world and control what fa- how how fans react to the characters that you are creating and the storybooking that you are screwing over and the multiple mm-hmm. talents that you are burying. Um, mm-hmm. You need to get on the boat or die. Well, and, no. and, and I think if you if you what you're seeing, and I, I I watched it from kind of with fresh eyes, and I didn't hate that match last night, the the swamp match or whatever. Sure. Um, but, but I think oh, what boy. you're seeing is is this is the result of WWE hiring TV writers for yeah. so many years because TV mm-hmm. writers are writing a TV show, the crowd is irrelevant to a TV show. And they're writing it that way. Yeah. And the problem is, is pro- to professional wrestling, the crowd is not irrelevant. Okay? They're part of the show. Yeah. And well, I, I think, think that, that that's why they, they haven't caught on. They, they're just writing a TV show like they've always been writing a TV mm-hmm. show. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to add on to that if y'all don't mind. Because I think this is the time we're just going to do this before we close out the show because it needs to be done. Um, I think the other thing, too, is you're going to hire those guys and throw out the script, you know, hour, two hour before the show starts, Vince. <laughs> Um, and the theme of last night for Extreme Rules was, man, this is a pretty good match, and the ending ruins it. 
Mm-hmm. Like that—that that was repeatedly the thing. Rey Mysterio Seth Rollins was a fun match, but mm-hmm. God, how stupid it was for them to put them in an eye gouging match. Put them mm-hmm. in an Extreme Rules match and have them just tear at each other's eye because that could be the narrative, and you don't need to actually kill someone. Right. Have- well, and but you know, but that's a difference between uh, the way a, 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 a TV writer writes wrestling and. and because because what they're basically writing is the finish. They're writing the finish, and the rest of it, the good parts, they're leaving up to the wrestlers a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so you get these, you're like, oh, wow, this is a really good, compelling match, and what the heck happened at the end? Oh, God, that's Seth re- Rollins doesn't suck in the ring again? <laughs> right, that, right. That's that's part of the problem, is that's the parts they're writing. The parts that suck are the ones the writers are writing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, the, the, the only thing, I'm telling you, the only thing is missing is, is credits like rolling yeah. at the end of like the, the only thing that the swap match only thing it was missing again at the end was credits rolling out. Of the thing. Yeah. I will oh, say something produced by whoever. Yeah. Or, or, whoever. I will yeah, say something about the uh, swap Vince match. Russo and Ed Ferrara. It got me on the end because they showed that little like WWE logo oh. in the corner, and it still yeah. went on for another like two minutes. Yeah, they swerved. Yeah. The swerve. But you, you said last night, right? You said this is WCW two thousand. Somebody put under. that on there last night. And, and and that sounds like a bag uh, ring. Brian Alvarez oh, you, put it on Twitter, and I think one of us shared that tweet. Oh, oh my gosh, that's that, but that's exactly it. Having just watched some of that, it's it's like yeah, that it was it was every idea that they could imagine, good or bad, was just thrown up there. Yeah, and it and it was and you could tell it was just horrible. Yeah, that's, yeah absolutely. Tone deaf and horrible. Anyway, the wrestling was better, but I, yes. I didn't hate that. Yeah. Thing. Think about this. Seth Rollins would probably be a top 10 wrestler of the year so far if all of his things weren't so gimmicked. Yeah. If things weren't overbooked. Once right. again, like. Well, the, watching like WWE. But. What, watching WWE last night, and I, I mean, I, like the last two or three pay per views I didn't watch, but watching it, it's I hadn't seen it in a long, literally like months. It's like. They're still the best, like, like, like not the best, but like everything they do is the best. But they just miss the boat on. It's like they're so connected, like production wise. It's mm-hmm. you know bar none. But then everything else, Jeff. Well, what do I you say know, every week? It's just yeah, mm-hmm. it's like two steps. You know, a step forward to go two steps back. It was just weird again. Like I said, I hadn't watched it last night. I mean, I, I hadn't watched it in a long time. I watched it last night, and like you just said, I thought Ray and and Rollins was great, and you know, until they started getting a little crazy. But like, like I said, just the production, e- e- even the way it looks. Like Ryan, you said earlier, having their people, having their fans cheer. Like when they come down and they got the glass up and the people behind it, like that looks great. It looks that looks all that looks like yeah. awesome. You know, like the, that looks like the best you could do with what you have. But then, you know, when they're not fans or you got people cheering for who they want, like, or, you know, who they're told to cheer for, well, then that's, you know, it's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's almost like if you watch it and it, if you walk by the TV every 15 minutes and the mute and the sound's off, you're like, man, this is good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But if you actually sit mm-hmm. down and put your eyes on it for an hour, yeah. it's like, what? Why did I do this to myself? Yeah. Well, just think about the, here's two guys to compare, and they're very sim- they're very similar. And when they were in ROH, you could you, they were they were very similar. But take Seth Rollins, okay, and Adam Cole. They're very similar. Yeah. But Seth Rollins could be that Adam Cole, that heel that that everyone wants to see beat, and and you know he could be that. But they have so overbooked and over gimmicked him. They tried to make yeah. him a face that yeah. didn't work because he's so easy to hate. 
just let him go with it. But they don't need it. He has to be some character. The he Messiah. has to be the Messiah. He has to be CrossFit yeah. Jesus for real. And it's it's, yeah. it's, it's a shame. <laughs> which, you know? but, but sadly, which like I'm sure if you let him, if, if they went to him and was like, hey, Seth, be CrossFit Jesus. I'm sure what he naturally would want to do would be better than what he's doing now. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm sure if he really wanted to if he really right. wanted to pull that off, he would and it would be fine. But yeah. it's so much micromanaging and like mm-hmm. do this, say this, like yeah. it's terrible. God Listen, bless you guys keep God bless AJ guys, Styles. Yeah, you guys keep saying terrible, but you did not watch Heroes of Wrestling like I did. <laughs> uh, Speaking which of you Heroes can see of Ryan on our YouTube channel right now, (laughs) if you just go over and click and watch. Ryan went through hell to to do that for you guys, so if you guys want to hear some expert analysis and you got the time, throw it on. Ryan, what do we got going on on the YouTube? What's coming? Are Um, you going out on Thursday or tonight? um, I will do it now to get you hyped, but as you... But just, but just remember, I. All right, this uh, this uh, last episode of Referee's Discretion is fifty-one minutes long. Um, it, it, a lot of work went into this one because there's so much debauchery <laughs> that goes with this show. Um, it took me two days to watch the worst wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Literally two days. I couldn't do it. Um, but it is worth your time. It's worth our views. Um, and then um, this week I'm watching um, from 1998 ECW Heat Wave. Um, <laughs> I, I, I started my research today and I got about 10 minutes in. And I can already tell you it's better than than definitely the horror show. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's very hard. <laughs> if you, well, if you need an old school perspective from somebody who bought that on pay per view, nineteen ninety eight, just uh, you know, <laughs> drop me a message. All For right, sure. Dwight, do you have any? Uh... You want to tell us what's going down on Friday? Hey, Friday at Billiken Smokehouse in downtown Fredericksburg, Virginia, Whiskey Tango Six is going live, and we yeah. and so we're going to be. Uh, I think we go on at eight o'clock. Uh, so whenever it's an outdoor patio, so you can socially distance, uh, cool. with ease wear out a mask there. and well, you're going to have to wear that to get in the door, but, uh, you know, should be a good time to be had by all. Hopefully you got good weather. All right. And with that guys, that is the end of our show. You'll get to learn more on Thursday, what we're doing for next Monday's top 10. So with that, as always put at 10, We'll work our way back, and we'll see you on like, Thursday. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Bang. Do all Perfect the stuffs on the interwebs. YouTube. Ghost, yes. YouTube. Referee's discretion. YouTube.